Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. Today's tip. New study. The further you wander, the happier you'll be. From Jessica Stillman. The surface of the Earth is nearly 200 million square miles. That's a lot of space to explore. But according to recent research, most of us just regularly visit the same 25 places over and over again. The smallness of that number might surprise you, but it comes from a study that meticulously tracked the phone location data of more than 40,000 people over several years. Sure, every once in a while, people might take a one-off vacation to Majorca or Miami, but for the most part, we each have about 25 regular spots where we spent the vast, vast majority of our time. The scientists behind the story suggested this tendency to stick to the familiar may be the geographical equivalent of Dunbar's number, the social science rule that states human beings simply are not wired to handle more than 150 significant social relationships at any one time. But whether our tendency to stick to 25 places is hardwired into us or not, New science offers strong encouragement to push back against your tendency to continually retread the same paths and visit the same old places. Our brains crave new experiences. As psychologist Alison Gopnik explained recently in the Wall Street Journal, in 2020, scientists conducted a different sort of phone location data study. This one didn't just track how far people roamed. It also tracked how they felt afterwards. The findings were stark. The researchers analyzed the GPS data with a measure called roaming entropy, which captures how new, varied, and unexpected your locations are, and compared it with the mood ratings. More roaming entropy predicted more well-being. What's more, how much you wandered on a given day predicted how happy you were later on, but not vice versa. So it looks as if wandering makes you happy, not just that when you're happy you wander more, Gopnik writes, summing up the results. Or to put that very simply, the further you roam, the happier you'll be. And this seems to be especially true for young people, and especially true for wandering into neighborhoods with different characters and socioeconomic backgrounds than your own home territory. This prompts Gopnik, who specializes in development psychology and who has written several outstanding books on the subject, to close her article with an impassioned plea to free teens from the shackles of overprotective parents and endless enrichment activities, and just let them roam around being kids more. From my scant knowledge of the subject, and my more substantive, if slowly fading knowledge of what it feels like to be a teenager, that sounds like a great idea. But I don't think it's the only conclusion to be drawn from this research. Roaming may be especially good for teenage brains, but the rest of us aren't dead yet. Most adults could also benefit from pushing themselves to get out of their comfortable 25 places and wander more. Will experimenting and pushing yourself to wander always be comfortable? Certainly not. 
You will have more bad, weird meals if you always try new restaurants than if you go back to your favorite joint every time. But there's more to happiness than another delicious steak or slice of chocolate cake. Psychologists tell us that the good life isn't all about pleasure and ease or hard work and accomplishment. It also includes something called psychological richness, which basically means experiencing and weathering new and challenging experiences. Then there's a whole line of research showing that newness and discomfort fires up the learning centers in our brains. New places and new experiences are harder than old standbys. They're less predictable. Sometimes they're downright awful. But science suggests they're worth the effort, and not something humans will naturally create without conscious effort. Leave your brains to its own devices, and you'll end up going to the same 25 places forever. So what should entrepreneurs looking to boost their happiness and accelerate their learning do to break out of the tyranny of their 25 regular haunts? Those with tech know-how and a taste for the big gestures could follow a Google engineer's example and create an app that randomizes your life, sending you to automatically selected places and social gatherings. The Google engineer loved his experiment, but for those of us not inclined to that kind of grand gesture, simply committing to busting out of our routines would accomplish something similar. If the research cited by Gopnik is right, nudging yourself to wander more will make you happier in the long run. That's it from Inc. Check back weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern for more tips. Spoken Layer Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.